Today is August the 31st, 2022. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. I'm Melissa and so glad that we're here together today to just gather together and take a step forward together through the one-year Bible in the King James Version. And God has great things for this last day of the month of August. You know, it's the last day of a month. Tomorrow's the first day of the month. But each day we just go one step further into the Word and one step further into the Word together. So let's let's take that step and see what happens in our life today, how we're instructed today, how we're encouraged today. Some may even be healed today as we read the Word of God because God's Word is alive and it's active and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. And it does, it says it divides and it divides our heart to expose in our hearts to us what it is that we need to change in our lives that we would look more like Jesus Christ every single day. So let's just get into it. God, we just come before you and we ask you to bless and anoint the reading of your word today. In Jesus' holy and precious name I pray. Amen. Job 37, 1 through thirty-nine thirty. At this also my Elihu's heart trembleth and is moved out of his place. Hear attentively the noise of his voice and the sound that goeth out of his mouth. He directeth it under the whole heaven and is lightning unto the ends of the earth. After it a voice roareth, he thundereth with the voice of his excellency, and he will not stay with them when his voice is heard. God thundereth marvelously with his voice. Great things doeth he, which he can, we cannot comprehend. For he saith to the snow, Be thou on the earth, likewise to the small rain, and to the great rain of his strength. He sealeth up the hands of every man, that all men may know his work. Then the beasts go into dens, and remain in their places. Out of the south cometh the whirlwind, and the cold out of the north. By the breath of God's frost is given, and the breath of the waters is straightened. Also by watering he wearieth the thick cloud. He scattereth the bright cloud, and it is turned round about by his counsels, that they may do whatsoever he commanded them upon the face of the earth in the world. He causeth it to come, whether for correction, or for his land, or for mercy. Hearken unto this, O Job, stand still, and consider the wondrous work of God. Dost thou know when God disposed them, and caused the light of his cloud to shine? Dost thou know the balancing of the cloud, the wondrous works of him, which is perfect in knowledge? How thy garments are warm, when he quieteth the earth by the south wind. Hast thou with him spread out the sky, which is strong and as molten-looking glass? Teach us what we shall say unto him. For we cannot order our speech by reason of darkness. Shall it be told him that I speak? If a man speak, surely he shall be swallowed up. And now men see not the bright light which is in the clouds, but the wind passeth and cleanseth them. Fair weather cometh out of the north, with God is terrible majesty. Touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power and in judgment, and in plenty of justice he will not afflict. Men do therefore fear him. He respecteth not any that are wise of heart. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now thy loins like a man, for I will demand of thee, and answer thou me. Where wast thou when I laid the foundations of the earth? Declare if thou hast understanding. Who hath laid the measures thereof, if thou knowest? 
or who has stretched the line upon it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who hath laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together, and all the sons of God shouted for joy? Or who shut up the sea with doors, when it brake forth as it had issued out of the wound? When I made the clouds of the garments thereof, and thick darkness a swaddling band for it, and break up for it a decreed place, and set bars and doors, and said, Hitherto shalt thou come, but no further, and here shall thy proud waves be stayed. Hast thou commanded the morning since thy days, and caused the day spring to know his place, that it might take hold of the ends of the earth, that the wicked might be shaken out of it? It is turned as clay to the seal, and they that stand as a garment, and from the wicked their light is beholden, withholden, and the high arm shall be broken. Hast thou entered into the springs of the sea, or hast thou walked in the search of the depth? Have the gates of death been opened unto thee, or have thou seen the doors of the shadow of death? Hast thou preserved the breadth of the earth? Declare if thou knowest it all. Where is the way where light dwelleth? And as for darkness, where is the place thereof, that thou shouldest take it to the bound thereof, and that thou shouldest know the path to the house thereof? Knowest thou it, because thou wast then born, or because the number of thy days is great? Hast thou entered into the treasures of the snow, or hast thou seen the treasures of the hell, which I have reserved against the time of trouble, against the day of battle and war? By what way is the light parted, which scattereth the east wind upon the earth? Who hath divided a watercourse for the overflowing of waters, or a way of the lightning of thunder, to cause it to rain on the earth where no man is, on the wilderness where there is no man, to satisfy the desolate and waste ground, and to cause the bud of the tender herb to spring forth? Hath a rain a father, or who hath begotten the drops of dew? Out of whose womb came the ice? and the hoary frost of heaven, who hath engendered it. The waters are hid as with a stone, and the face of the deep is frozen. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pallades, or the lose the bands of Orion? Canst thou bring forth Mazaroth in his season, or canst thou guide Articurs and with his sons? Knowest thou the ordinances of heaven? Canst thou see set the dominion thereof in the earth? Canst thou lift up thy voice to the clouds? that abundance of water may cover thee. Canst thou send lightnings as they may go, and say unto thee, Here we are? Who hath put wisdom in the inward parts? Or who hath given understanding to the heart? Who can number the clouds in wisdom? Or who can stand the bottles of heaven? When the dust groweth into hardness, and the clods cleave fast together, wilt thou hunt the prey for the lion, or fill the appetite of the young lions, when they couch in their dens? and abide in the coverts to lie in wait. Who provideth for the raven his food, when his young ones cry unto God, they wonder for lack of meat? Knowest thou the time when the wild goats of the rock bring forth? Or canst thou mark when the hinds do calve? Canst thou number the months that they fulfill? Or knowest thou the time when they bring forth? They bow themselves, they bring forth their young ones, they cast out their sorrows. Their young ones are in good liking. They grow up with corn. They go forth and return not unto them. Who hath sent out the wild ass free? Who hath loosed the bands of the wild ass? Who, Whose house have I made it the wilderness and the barren lands his dwelling? He scorneth the multitude of the cities. Neither regardeth he the crying of the driver. The range of the mountains is his pasture, and he searcheth after every green thing. 
Will the unicorn be willing to serve thee or abide by thy crib? Canst thou bind the unicorn with his band in the furrow? Or will he harrow the valleys after thee? Wilt thou trust him because his strength is great? Or will thou leave thy labor to him? Will thou believe him that he will bring home his thy seed and gather it to thy into thy barn? Gavest thou the goodling wings into the peacock, or wings and feathers into the ostrich, which leaveth her eggs in the earth and warmeth them in the dust, and forgetteth that thy foot the foot may crush them, or that the wild beast may break them? She hardened against her young ones as though they were not hers. Her labor is in vain without fear, because God hath deprived her of wisdom. Neither hath he imparted to her understanding. What time she lifted up herself on high, she scorneth the horse and his rider. Has thou given the horse strength? Has thou clothed his neck with thunder? Canst thou, canst thou make him afraid as a grasshopper? The glory of his nostrils is terrible. He paweth in the earth and rejoices in his strength. He goeth on to meet the armed man. He mocketh at the fear. And it is affrighted, neither turneth he the back of the sword. The kiver rattleth against him, the glittering spear and the shield. He swalloweth the ground with fierceness and rage. Neither believeth he that it is the sound of the trumpet. He saith among the trumpets, Ha ha! And he smelleth the battle far off, the thunder of the captains and the shouting. Doth the hawk fly by the wisdom and stretch her wings toward the south? Doth the eagle mount up at thy command and make her nest on high? She dwelleth and abideth on the rock upon the crag and the rock and the strong place, from whence she seeketh the prey, and her eyes behold afar off. Her young ones also suck up blood, and where the slain are, there is she. Second Corinthians 4.13-5.10 through 510. We, Paul and his co-workers, having the same spirit of faith according as it is written, I believed and therefore have I spoken. We also believe and therefore speak knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes and that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving be many redound to the glory of God. For which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. For we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, an house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house, which is from heaven. If so be that, being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in his tabernacle do groan, being burdened, not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk in faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that every one may receive the thing done in his body, according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad.
Psalm 44, 9-26 But thou hast cast off, and put us to shame, and goest not forth with our armies. Thou makest us to turn back from the enemy, and they which hate us spoil for themselves. Thou hast given us like sheep appointed for meat, and hast scattered us among the heathen. Thou sellest thy people for naught, and dost not increase thy wealth by their price. Thou makest us a reproach to our neighbors, a scorn and a derision to them that are round about us. Thou makest us a byword among the heathen, a shaking of the head among the people. My confusion is continually before me, and the shame of my face hath covered me. For the voice of him that reproacheth and blameth by reason of the enemy and avenger. All this is come upon us, yet have we not forgotten thee? Neither have we dealt falsely in thy covenant. Our heart is not turned back, neither have our steps declined from thy way. Though thou hast sore broken us in the place of dragons and covered us with the shadow of death, if we have forgotten the name of our God or stretched out our hands to the strange God, shall not God search us out? For he knoweth the secrets of the heart. Yea, for thy sake are we killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Awake, while sleepest thou, O God, arise, cast us not off forever. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and forgettest our affliction and our oppression? For our soul is bowed down to the dust, our belly cleaveth unto the earth. Arise for our help, and redeem us for thy mercy's sake. Proverbs twenty-two thirteen. The slothful man saith, There is a lion without, I shall be slain in the streets. In today's reading in the book of Job, we are just reminded to go back and look at what happened with Job. Job, in the beginning of this story, had unexpected and unimaginable tragedy to come into his life. And what followed in the book of Job was this intense discussion between Job and his friends about the nature of God. Job was claiming all the while that he was innocent and he was assuming that God's judgment was on him without cause. Job asked a lot of questions and then his friends would attempt to defend God and show Job that he was in living in pride. In this reading today, God shows up and he speaks for himself. He speaks on his own behalf. And it is a very eye-opening passage in the book of Job 38 and 39. You know, for starters, when we read this, we have to acknowledge how terrifying it would be to hear the voice of God speaking such things because we had been saying things about him that would be terrifying to us. You know, all Job wanted throughout the entire story was an audience with God, and then he got it. He got an audience. What would that feel like? And it would be terrifying. And what God had to say, I mean, if you can read Job 38 and 39 without falling on your knees and saying, oh, God, who are you, God? Show me who you are. Show me more of who you are. Show me who I am in comparison. Wow. You know, there is so much more going on here than Job ever knew or, or comprehended. And you know, the same is true in our life. When we're going through trials and tragedy, sometimes it just seems like 
it just comes flowing down and as a nonstop. But there is so much more going on in your life, just as there was in Job's life. Tomorrow we'll conclude the book of Job and we'll see what, how Job spoke, how Job responded to God. But for now, can you look at your life? Can you look at the things going on in your life, the sorrows that you have dealt with, the sorrows that you're feeling now, the pain that you're feeling now, the sickness that you're trying to overcome, the addictions, the this or the that, whatever it is you're going through, and realize that God is doing so much more than you can ever know or comprehend. Trust that. Read this scripture again today. Read it out loud yourself and you will realize he is a great God. From the foundation of the world, he's done things we can't even imagine. How did he do this? How did he do that? We don't know. We weren't there. He brought us forth just as he brought everything else forth. And he is doing a great work. And, you know, even as he said in Genesis that it was good, he would create something and say it is good. It is good. What he's doing in your life, it may hurt, but in the end, God is doing more than you can comprehend, and it is good. God, we just come before you today, and we thank you, Lord, for this word. We thank you, Lord, for the encouragement, but also the reminder, Lord, of who you are and who we are not. God, thank you that you would even take an interest in what we have to say here today, that you love us so much that you would listen to our prayers, God, and you would you would meet us at our prayers. You would draw us closer, that as we seek you, you would draw us closer to you. It doesn't matter if the person next to us is doing it or not. You will draw us closer if we seek you. God, I just thank you for that. I thank you, Lord. You are a mighty God. You are glorious, God. You are wonderful and amazing. We can't comprehend you, God. We can't comprehend you, Lord. We can't even begin to. And in realizing that, we realize how blessed we are that you would send your only precious and holy son to die for us, that we may be cleansed of our sin and that we may live with you eternally. God, I thank you for that today. I thank you for it today. I pray, God, that you just take this word and let it grow in our hearts, God. I pray, God, that you take this word and send it around to the ends of the earth, Lord, to the people that that are having the biggest struggle, Lord. Take them this word that would remind them of who they are and who you are mostly. I love you, Lord, and I glorify your name today. May you be magnified on this earth in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm.